0: You are listening to the Break Free from Your Monkey Mind podcast, where you will be introduced to various techniques, ideas, and guests, providing you with ways to improve your mental health and help you take the first step towards your goals and aspirations. Let us inspire you today to learn, grow, and succeed. Here's your host, Tony Gordon.
1: Good afternoon, good evening everybody, depending on where you are at this time of the day. Thank you again for joining me. This is Season 1, Episode 11, and thank you for all support over all the weeks up to here so far. I appreciate it. Today I've got with me Andy Smith, and he's here to talk about his journey and also to look at his company, Elements of Breath. We'll get into more of that in a moment or two. So welcome, Andy, and how are you today?
0: I'm doing well, thanks. I'm doing well. Just uh, been on a couple of calls and uh, you know, kind of looking forward to having this conversation with you today. So,
1: great. It's always good to hear. Um, so, i always do to start with it, just get the understanding of who you are. Most people who listen have always said through the comments we've had that uh, they relate to the people as well as obviously what you do. So, if you had to explain to someone in a moment or two about who Andy Smith the person is, not the business, how mm-hmm. would you do that?
0: Uh, I am, I suppose, like a, a father and a husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, like I, I love like I love being active. I love being you know kind of being out and about. I love being the outdoors. And um I'm, you know kind of bit of a running fanatic at the moment. I've used to used to be like a uh, um, kind of really big into basketball and uh, but I love like just sports. I love activity. I love mm-hmm. being active, and I'm trying to promote promote that with the kids. Um, I'm quite an introvert, um, which is something I've, I've, I have to work on all the time because I'm constantly having to put myself out there and, and have conversations with, with new people. But although I'm an introvert, I love I love meeting new people. I love talking to people, and I get energy from helping people. Um, it's big groups of people that I don't like, so um, so I can appear to be quite shy in certain kind of situations, but other situations that you know I kind of come alive and. Um, yeah, so I, I just I love people, and um, you know, and, and I love kind of hearing people's stories, and, and and as I said, I love helping people and working with people. So, um, so I think that's that's pretty much
1: it in a nutshell, really. That's me. And how did you get into the running? You said you just, just sort of really get a, a running really nut at that moment. So how did you get into that? Uh,
0: so I've always had to do it because of basketball, um, but I, it used to be something I hated, and I, I had this image in my head or this thought in my head that like you know if you put a basketball in my hands, I would run forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, having to do running for your kind of base aerobic fitness, um, I just used to hate doing, and uh, and I, I never I, at that stage didn't understand why. And and the reason I, I hated it is it's it's all linked to my breath. So it's all part of the journey I've been on. Mm-hmm. Um I, I would when I was like running, I would be you know mouth breathing, upper chest breathing, and I would just I would finish the run. I'd be really really thirsty. I'd be absolutely knackered, um, and I didn't enjoy it. And because your mouth, because I was mouth breathing, there's a whole load of physiological uh, kind of things that happen there. So, like, I'm not activating um, what's called intra-abdominal pressure. So, uh, I'm uh, I'm not being able to stabilize my, my spine properly, and then that has an impact on your uh, uh, your posture, which then has an impact on you know your leg strike and, and how you can lift your leg, to, you know, in between your 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 strikes and stuff like that as well. So, the whole thing had a cascade effect, which ended up in me hitting running, and. Um, so, but I soldier on, did it anyway, and did it just because you know it made playing basketball better because it was I was you know had that base aerobic fitness. But um, as I've been on this journey of learning how to uh, retrain my breathing and breathe functionally, I've I've moved from mouth breathing to nose breathing as a run, and uh, just within the last six months, I've I've got to a stage where um, I I just enjoy the run from the start to finish. My my posture is good. My you know my, my mechanics are improving, and mm-hmm. um, but uh, it, the energy that I've got when I'm running is good. And um, so like, I'm getting to like, you know, kind of fourth, fifth K and a you know, seven, eight K 10 K run and I'm feeling good I'm feeling like mm-hmm. I can start, you know, I want to you know, keep pushing myself and, um, and, uh, yeah. So, and, and that's just kind of led to me enjoying running and enjoying, you know, enjoying that, that part. The, the other side of it is, um, although I run on my own at times, I, I I've got like a group of friends mm-hmm. that we've kind of, we've used running as a way of, um, Kind of just getting together and, and talking and 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 keep making sure each other are okay mm-hmm. so one of the guys we run with he always says like you know the runs for him partly physical but it's actually the stuff that goes on between the ears is what he really gets from the run and yeah. so there's yeah. that part of it as well it's the, there's the social side that it's it's a way i use to connect with with people that i know and so like people i used to work with as well there's a couple of guys there that i run with regularly and again it's an opportunity to catch up but we're not just mm-hmm. sitting in a pub drinking we're we're going out and, and having to run and being active and mm-hmm. doing it so no, that's yeah. great. And there's
1: a few things you mentioned that we could come back on. One thing is quite strange about listening to that, though, is one minute you spoke being an introvert, but you come across very natural here. So you said it's groups, but you've just described how you got on well we running in a group and mm-hmm. how you all get something out of it in the group. So it yeah. does show people that, yeah, sometimes, because uh, you've read a great example of how you got over certain fears. So it wasn't really a fear of the running you'd like. It was a fear it wasn't what you wanted to do mm-hmm. when you did running because you were forced to do it because of the basketball. But you overcame yeah. that because you realised through your brain, which you'll explain in a moment, it's also very beneficial for you. So although it wasn't something you really wanted, if it's something that can benefit people, people will change. And it's mm-hmm. good to see that. And mm-hmm. secondly, it's actually helped you interact with groups then because although yeah. you think you can't do it, you've just proved in that environment you can. So mm-hmm. sometimes with the group situation, it's because we feel like a fish out of water is on our own and we feel like we're confident in our own abilities, what you can do. Put someone mm-hmm. in a group, but you don't really know the group and you feel yeah. more awkward about standing out in front of everybody else. So mm-hmm. that's something you can definitely work on because you've overcame it already. But one thing that really struck me, you mentioned there, is, I've never been a great runner as well. I was uh, kickboxing, with people. I did some rugby, football. I'm never very good at the whole side of it, but I love playing it. Uh, But when I did, I was probably fitter than even when I went into the rugby. But what I'd realised the same is when short sprints, I was fine. But when we started doing training for it, when it was the longer distances, I hated it and everybody knew that. I really didn't like it. And part of the reason was because I felt I sounded so unfit compared to everybody else because the way my breathing was, yeah, if you put me in the ring with them, I would beat them. Put me in the rugby park with sprint, I would beat them but then mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why as soon as I started going running and it became, I suppose, something in my own mind, I don't want to do it right now because I hate sounding like that, but you've yeah. just mentioned that maybe it's because the way I was breathing when I was running, because I could mm-hmm. still keep up with it, but I just subconscious didn't like it. I bet there's other yeah. people who feel the same and they're yeah. self-conscious yeah. because of it. So could you give us any explanation then about what Elms of Breath is about and what did you mean by it between not nasal breathing and mouth mm-hmm. breathing?
0: Yeah, so... I started elements of breath because of the kind of journey I've gone through from like uh, probably two years ago now. I had no function in my nose at all. I couldn't breathe through my nose, um, and I I I retrained how I breath how I was breathing to be able to actually utilize and and, and fix my nose and, and use it to breathe, um, and uh, so like the what I what what I understood as what was normal before when I was I was just a constant mouth breather. You know, I was always tired, I was always fatigued. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I woke up in the morning and the first thing I was thinking of was like, geez, I need to, I can't wait to get back to bed tonight. Cause it was I had such a poor sleep. Um, i brain fog, you know, like I just this constant feeling of stress and just mm-hmm. you know, just like something wasn't right, even though you know things were fine. Um and so uh, I was driving to work one day listening to a podcast, and there's a guy on it called Patrick McEwan who was kind of very similar situation to myself and he uh, he learned about this thing called butyco breathing method um, and uh, he went trained and fixed himself and, and started his company um, and uh, and and he's been he's been working on it for like 20 odd years mm-hmm. so I've, I've kind of just replicated his journey a wee bit um, but i i just when i started learning how to breathe through my nose and um, and i started sleeping better i started feeling more relaxed i was i felt like you know i was more calm i could deal with my kids uh, and you know having a tantrum or you know like spilling something or whatever much better or, you know whereas before i would get angry and and you know kind of you know kind of very quickly kind of get get angry and, and have a temper um you know brain fog had left and more motivation at work and all this so all this stuff and, and i i wanted to um i suppose help other people understand the benefits that i i felt and, and to get those benefits as well so and um, So the elements of breath came from that. I, you know, it was me wanting to to genuinely help people. Um, to you know, to 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 whether it it was to help them to perform better, you know, in a corporate setting or in a in, in an athletic setting, or whether it was just to help with their health and well-being. You know, so they feel less stress, they sleep better, and then they can deal with you know things that that, that life throws at you day to day. So that, that's where the element elements of breath kind of really came from and so uh and yeah it was just i I suppose a passion project It's something of of just like i'm i think about breathing all the time now whereas before Mm -hmm. i didn't and you know i'm very conscious and aware of my own breath but then i'm looking at other people and you know and seeing you know how are they breathing in certain situations and and you know and and there's there's telltale signs of of Mm -hmm. stress breathing versus you know kind of functional breathing as well so Mm -hmm. um, yeah so that's that's where that's what elements of breath kind of originated from and, and why I started the company so
1: good and the one thing it comes across it as your passion you can hear it in your voice and the tone when you're talking about it a couple of things came to me because being a hypnotherapist as well um I also was a mental health first for the last few years and my work before I left there and one of the things to help people those such especially if they're really uptight really quickly is helping to calm down quick and we learned a few different techniques to do that and one of the things I do use a lot in hypnotherapy is to get people to concentrate on their breathing if they mm-hmm. constantly breed themselves, they do learn to calm it down. Um, yeah. But different techniques that you can use, and I've done several of them, but we've had a chat about that. And um, yeah. when you look at them out, you can do I thought, I knew a few. I hardly know anything. But why don't you mm-hmm. just stuck it from there? And it's totally off a tangent from this thing, but something I've had quite a few people come to me about, it, and I wasn't sure how to help. Can this help with his nasal, help with people snoring?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, the work I do can help people with snoring and it can help, like sleep apnea mm-hmm. uh, and they and, uh, yeah so like I, i've gone from um I, I would literally be awake five or six times sometimes even more than that during the night mm-hmm. and when i say awake i mean like properly awake mm-hmm. and it's all because i was breathing through my mouth while i was sleeping um, and and it's, it's all about whether you're activating your parasympathetic your sympathetic nervous system so mm-hmm. the way we're the way we've evolved and we've designed we we're designed is that um mouth breathing activates the sympathetic nervous system and nasal breathing activates the parasympathetic nervous system. And, mm-hmm. um, and so if you think about, you know, the, the caveman and days gone by walking around the corner and he sees a saber tooth tiger, what's he, you know, you're with shock. You go, I oh, got you take a sharp and take a breath. That's to flick mm-hmm. on your parasympathetic, your sympathetic nervous system. Sorry. And, mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, it's a good thing we have it. and it's, it's a, it's, it's a positive thing that we have it because we need needed to, to stay safe. And, mm-hmm. um, but, if we live our lives in that in that sympathetic state, then that's where kind of chronic illnesses and and, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of stress and anxiety can creep into you know becoming a normal kind of part of someone's someone's kind of day to day life. So, and mm-hmm. um, so yes, so it can help with snoring, um, it can help with sleep apnea as well. And um, the techniques are quite odd. Uh, what I teach people, um, and it's when I when I generally mention it to people, they 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 kind of scoff at it and go, well, "I'm not going to try that." And and truth be told. When i heard about one of the things you've got to do to help with your with your sleep and i was like there's no chance first of all i can't do it because i can't breathe through my nose inside the bowl that's mm-hmm. weird i don't want to try it but it's something i do now all the time and my wife now does it as well It's a uh, it's like tape in your mouth when you're sleeping and um, so using like micropores tape you know you'd find in a uh, first aid kit mm-hmm. so i sleep now with that across my mouth and it just keeps it just keeps my mouth closed it's you know, my report's tape is kind of fine enough where if I need to yeah. open my mouth, I can open my mouth you still can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still can, but it's it's sticky enough that it keeps your mouth closed and it stops you breathing through your mouth when you're when you're sleeping. And honestly, from when I, I try, it took me about a three week kind of period to transition into doing it. But see, when I hit that kind of sweet spot and I started sleeping. You know seven and a half eight hours a night is like game changer like
1: you know it's- and, and I think as because a lot of people I've spoke to when you're dealing with stress or anxiety it all comes back to simple factors they're not doing right the exercise mm-hmm. not sleeping properly eating properly mm-hmm. and it's the one thing you keep thinking of is the sleep and there's different things techniques that even hypnother self-hypnosis we can give them things to listen to and it helps them to calm their sleep but it doesn't stop yeah. them waking them up. And still, yeah. later on, you're saying, I mean, I know it because I wear a fit, but and part of the reason was that because my illness, they, they came in hand with the doctors to see I can actually show them how many times I'm up during the night, um, how long I actually sleep, and in different depths of sleep, people don't realise mm-hmm. that. It's not just like one or two. It's 3 four of different levels of sleep. They were looking yeah. for different factors for me. And I started thinking at them, these people that come with stress, how many of them could be benefited before it gets that bad if they could just learn? And also, maybe to some people, you said that they poo-poo it. But a lot of what I've done through the last 10, this is the 11th episode, of a series. I've been things that two years ago, I would have done the same thing, said no way. But yeah. I've seen the results all these things have. You have just mentioned the impact having people. But what you've got to look at, for anybody listening to this, I know uh, when Andy's saying that, oh, you might think it's a bit weird or unusual. How would it affect your life? What difference would it make to you if you could sleep properly? How many people, and I've seen but sleep in different rooms just because one partner or the other snows so badly? And they can't put up with it. Then they go away for a weekend, they go on holiday, and all they do is fight about the other ones and, on. and you And people come <laughs> tell me this all the time. It sounds funny, yeah. but it's actually it can rip them apart. Relationships, yeah. everything, because something is simple is breathing. It's something we take for granted. Mm-hmm. We all breathe. We don't know why we do it. We don't know how we do it. We just do it. But we just do it. if we can stop and think about how we do it, that's basically what you're saying, is if we can think about how we breathe, it could improve different aspects of our lives.
0: Yeah, and th- that's what I love about when I work with people is that, especially after that first week, when you know we'll, we'll work together, um, mm-hmm. and then I'll set them off to do some exercises, and when they come back after that first week, uh, I'd say probably ninety-five percent of the people I work with just say I'm more aware of my breathing, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't realise. At certain times I was actually breathing through my mouth, or certain times I was, mm-hmm. you know, so there's gonna be times you need to breathe through your mouth, and that's that's fine. And and mm-hmm. but what, what I teach is like it, it, you should be breathing through your nose like 95% of the, t- of the day, you know. So when you're doing your housework, when you're sitting the telly you're working the computer, it should all be nose nose breathing. When you're walking, even and uh, you know, and 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 you know, so I work with people to walk and even move up to jogging and run, mm-hmm. breathing through the nose. That should all be you should be able to do all that through through breathing mm-hmm. through your nose. And if you breathe through your mouth, you know, 5% of that time, that's fine. That's not going to have any physiological impact on you. But mm. it's chronic mouth breathing that causes the issue. Yeah. Um, and I also say as well, like you're supposed to see people go for jogs and runs and you're doing that for health benefits. Yeah, you start running, you start to breathe through your through your mouth, even if you're a nose breather, a lot of people because the resistance that, that the, uh, the nose co- that causes it, it, you know, it, it's, mm-hmm. it creates resistance for a reason. But you take in less air through the nose, which is actually a benefit. But if you're not, if, you, if, if your body's not used to uh, that, then you mm-hmm. feel feel more breathless and, and yeah. the combat of breathlessness, you open your mouth mm-hmm. and therefore with your mouth open, you're still in your, parasympath- your sympathetic nervous system. Sorry. And you're putting yourself into a low level state of stress when you're supposed to be putting yourself into yeah.
1: uh, and it. And that's it, because people use running to relax. They say it helps look yeah. away because it calms the mind as well. They can focus yeah. without too many thoughts. But, but if they could get that part right, combined with the thought, like your friend has said, it's between his head is the thing that helps because running can be a sort of therapy in itself and yeah. even like we said i give out or you give things that things that people take away and listen to surely they could put that on somewhere they could listen on to and um, whatever they take with them um even the mobile things that i put on like a mp3s on it and they can mm-hmm. play that to themselves while they're running and that would help yeah. them to get into that so it's yeah. not something you just have to do well you can do anytime which brings me to a good point then can you give you've mentioned a few different specifics there which is great but what people really need to see or hear then is how does it actually work? So could you give an example of examples that just quickly that someone could say, I'm going to an interview or I'm going to go over a run or I'm having a tough day. Can just stop for a couple of minutes, do this, and it'll just help to help relax maybe or help to move on to the next thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll show you a couple of things. The first thing I want to show is something that's so simple that I actually get embarrassed when I'm showing people this. Uh, because we should, I think we should all know this. We should be taught this as kids, um, and we're not. Um, and, and I'd like to change that as well. So, mm. the first thing is it's, it's a way of being able to open up your nose. So, if you've got a cold, if you've mm. got hay fever, um, or you know, allergy to dust or something like that, and, and you've got a stuffy nose, and um, like this, this will help um, open mm. up uh, the, the, the nose so you can actually use it. And even just you sitting there, I'll have you do it, and, and you'll maybe notice a wee <clears> difference <throat> as well. Um, yeah, so- but- so with this, it's, it's quite simple. All you're going to do is you're going to take a breath in through the nose, normal breath. You're going to take a breath out. At the bottom of the breath, you're going to pinch your nose, hold your breath, and you're going to shake your head from side to side. And you're going to build up what what I, I call uh, a a, 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 kind of a light air hunger. So it's that kind of a light air, air hunger is like kind a of desire to breathe. Mm-hmm. So you're going to build up a kind of light to medium air hunger. And whenever you, you need to take a breath, uh, let go of your nose and breathe in through the nose again. Okay, make sure you breathe in through the nose. And I'll explain explain why you want to do that as well. Okay, so so again... When you breathe in
1: the nose, you said then breathe out, you breathe out through the mouth or through the nose? No, through the nose, through the nose as well. All through the nose.
0: Right. Yep, all through the nose, okay. So you're just going to take a normal breath in through the nose, just now, and then normal breath out. And then at the bottom of the breath, you're going to hold your nose, pinch your nose, and move your head from side to side. And you're going to do that until you kind of build up a kind of medium to light air hunger. Okay, and then whenever you need to, let go of the nose and then take a breath in. And you're going to return your breathing to normal as quickly as possible as well. That's good. Keep going. That's good. So you've got really good CO2 tolerance there, I can see. So we can talk about in a minute. That's excellent. All right. And then just try and return your breathing to normal. Okay, and keep breathing through your nose. Okay, keep your keep your mouth closed. All right. So with, with that exercise, if you would repeat that, so maybe take like a thirty second to minute rest, and then repeat that between three and five times, you would just you'd start to kind of feel everything just kind of open up. So if you, have you you noticed any differences with doing it that once,
1: yeah, you, you don't feel so you need to in your mouth straight away. Um, mm-hmm. I thought, to be honest, as soon as I let that go, I was expecting my mouth to open straight up, start so trying to breathe in to get it in, but you mm-hmm. didn't. Um, I'll be honest, it feels weird. Not yep. so much the hole your nose, but the fact that moving your head from side to side. And yep. I thought, first, you must have used it once or twice, and you said, keep going. Like, that yep. feels a bit weird, holding your nose and moving your head. What's yep. the significance to the side-side movement?
0: So they don't actually... They've tried studying this and understanding how does why does this open up this, mm-hmm. the, the nasal passage and sinuses, and they actually don't know what the mechanism is yet for why this opens everything up. And there's a couple of theories. And um, one theory would be so as you're holding your nose, there's a there's a there's a compound called nitric oxide that builds up inside your nasal cavities. We actually mm-hmm. we, we have this. It's released in all our our, our blood vessels and veins, but it's, it's created also in the nasal cavity, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a dilator. It's a vasodilator, so it actually helps open up. The you know the the sinuses and the back of the nose, but as it goes down your throat as you breathe. So the reason have, I've asked you to breathe in is, if you breathe out, all that nitric oxide just goes out into the air and you don't get benefit mm-hmm. of it. When you breathe in, it then goes down into the lungs and opens up uh, the the bronchioles and the bronchioles, the wee kind of tiny tubes that lead to the mm-hmm. alveoli in your lungs. So it helps open everything up and helps and helps you know create basically like a, a more opportunity for air to pass deeper into the lungs. Um, But it also is doing that up here. And then at the same time, it actually cleans the air as well. So it's Mm -hmm. anti-microbial, antifungal, antibacterial. So it actually helps clean the air as well. So they don't know the mechanism of why this helps open everything up. They've got a couple of theories about why that is. So, um, but it works. Yeah, it's good. It feels
1: good. Um, You said there was a
0: second one. What's the other one? So this one is uh, in, in periods or times when you're feeling like stressed and anxious and you want to kind of yeah. lower that and reduce that so it's great for before interviews it's great for if you're if you get that email that annoys you or a really tight deadline and mm-hmm. um, a couple of minutes this so but can i just demonstrate on you is that okay
1: yeah
0: sure oh, perfect okay so with this one we're going to reduce the amount of air we're taking in okay and it, it sounds counterintuitive but by reducing the amount of air we're taking in we're actually going to allow more air to pass deeper into the lungs through a kind of slower deeper breath all right and mm-hmm. um, but then what that's going to cause is a an increase in carbon dioxide in the blood. Okay. Mm-hmm. We want that increase in carbon dioxide so that a, a, a so what carbon dioxide does in the blood, it actually, it, it, it actually opens up a kind of blood veins and blood vessels. So it's a dilator. So it'll help you move your blood around the body more more easily. And, and that'll reduce blood pressure, it'll reduce heart rate. All right. And at the same time, the deeper, the deeper, slower breathing is going to stimulate your parasympathetic nervous system and make you feel mm. more calm and relaxed. OK, yeah. so well, there's a set wee timer here for three minutes. I've got that, that here and I'll just talk you through it as we go. OK, so if you can just yeah. sit, just get the shoulders back and just imagine there's like a wee balloon, you know, holding your head up. So you're kind of heads up nice and nice and straight. OK, and you can do this with your eyes open, you can do it with your eyes closed. And um, but what I want you to do just now is just bring your attention to your breathing and all the time breathing in and out through the nose. Okay, so if you can just bring your attention to, to your breath, okay, and, and we'll do this for the first minute or so, and then we'll, we'll start to reduce the amount of air we're taking in. Okay, and I want you to, to, to pay specific attention to the air coming in and out through the nose. All right? And, and feel that air coming in. It might be slightly cooler, and then the air passing out maybe be slightly warmer. Okay? And then bring your attention and feel where that goes. Do you feel it at the top of your nose? Do you feel it at the back of your throat? Yeah, the nose. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And
0: then bring your attention to where, where it goes deeper in the body so do you, do you feel that moving into your upper chest do you feel it moving into your lower chest all right and or, or somewhere in between okay at the moment it doesn't matter where it's going everything's okay everything's fine okay so now we've got that attention to your breath okay what i want you to do now is reduce the amount of air you're taking in and i want you to imagine uh, well first of all actually if you take in the air so you can't hear yourself breathing okay so you're gonna you're gonna really gently bring the air in like you're sipping the air through your nose to the point where you can't hear it come in all right and whenever you breathe out I want you just to bring a natural relaxation to the body and, you, and your body will just push the air out naturally your 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 body will take care of the the exhale for itself rather than you pushing the air out okay so you just imagine I just feel that air coming in really really gently and really concentrate on bringing in there really really slowly nice deep slow breath all right and then as you bring it as you're exhaling just let the air fall out all right and you're going to have thoughts. That's natural. That's what happens whenever we, we do exercise like this. And if you do find yourself thinking about something else, just acknowledge the thought and bring your thoughts back to your breath. All right. So you've got about another minute to go, Tony. All right. Now you should be feeling, a uh, maybe kind of light air hunger. That's what we're looking for. And that's a wee bit of carbon dioxide building up in the blood system. And that's a good thing. So as I said, that's going to open up the blood vessels. All right. And that's going to allow the, the blood to move around your body a bit easier. Uh, it's going to reduce your heart rate because it, your heart doesn't need to work as hard to push the blood around the body all right. and then at the same time you're drawing the air slightly deeper into the lungs your, your 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 slower deeper breath is allowing more air to stay in the lungs longer and give more opportunity for air to pass into the blood or oxygen to pass into the blood all right so about another 30 seconds or so And if you want to challenge yourself, if you start to imagine that the air coming in is so fine, it's not going to disturb the small, uh, wee hairs on the inside of your nose. And again, as you're exhaling, just bring a natural relaxation and just let the air drop out of your body naturally. All right, so about another five seconds. And we'll just stay brilliant. So if you just return your breathing back to normal there. How did
1: you find that? Yeah, it's relaxing. A couple of strange things that, mm-hmm. I'd it's so, so probably innocuous, but when you breathe in, and somebody used to do a lot of sport, I always thought when I breathe in, i also sort of flared, sort of, as you take more air in. Mm-hmm. When I was doing that, it was the opposite. Man, nostrils didn't flare at all going in. They flared as I was going out, which right. I, seems opposite with what your mind would think. You think if you're yeah. trying to bring more in, you would open up to bring more. But it's the mm-hmm. opposite way around. Yeah. but also more air going out than what was taken in is what you feel like you feel as though they're doing it and you slow it down you do it, it such a way there you don't even realize the air going in but you do sense it going out yeah it, it feels like not twice as long but it feels longer what's leaving your body than what's actually coming in yeah which doesn't make a lot of sense either you're thinking that well where's the rest of it coming from
0: so even so when you take a you know a breath out and you get to the point where you can't take any more air out there's still air inside your lungs you've got mm-hmm. this residual kind of capacity of, of, of air and um, but also so what you, what you mentioned there's really interesting so what, what you're actually wanting to do and um, so we talked about the mouth and the nose being you know sympathetic stimulator parasympathetic mm-hmm. stimulator. an inhale stimulates your sympathetic and an exhale stimulates your parasympathetic as well mm-hmm. so there's multiple layers to this the stimulation of the autonomic nervous system so with your uh, longer uh exhale, you're actually spending more time stimulating your parasympathetic nervous system and therefore you're going to be more relaxed and, and feel calmer. Right. Uh, so like if you think of a uh, heart rate variability as, you know, as kind of new as a metric has come about in the last couple of years that, that shows whether you're in a, you know, in a healthy state or in a, in a, in a non-healthy state. So people who have a kind of low heart rate variability or uh, sometimes non-existent heart rate variability is because they're always in that level of stress. The heart rate's always like, you know, 78 or 90 BPM, whatever, you know, beats per minute. Um, but you'll notice like with your Fitbit is your heart rate goes up and then it comes down and it's doing yeah. that. So as you breathe in, you're, you're stimulating your par- your sympathetic nervous system, slightly, your heart rate goes, elevates slightly. And then as you breathe out, your heart rate drops again. And and that's a natural thing. And so you're wanting a kind of big variance from inhale to exhale. And that shows how, how, uh, you know, how healthy your heart is, but then also how well you'll deal with stress. So like for me, because I play basketball, you know, I was used to like run back and forth, I guess, really quickly and then you'd stop and then you'd run back and forth really quickly, a couple of times and you stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, my heart rate variability still sits really, really high because like, if you looked at my heart rate monitor, uh, tr- like tracking data after a run, I'll go up to like, you know, 80 85% of my, uh, you know, my kind of VO2 max or uh, my mm-hmm. heart, race or max heart rate and then I'll stop running and it just drops. It goes off the scale and it just goes right back down to, you know, 70 beats, 60 beats, 55 beats really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know and so that's what we're looking for is that kind of that, that variance of heart rate so but also if you if you got like an, an email that annoyed you or a tight deadline or mm-hmm. someone says something that annoyed you and um, you can go into a state of stress but then very quickly move back into a state of of calm and relaxation or you know mm-hmm. calm focus so that's what we're looking for and that's what that exercise will help you achieve if you do it for the long term so you're going to get a short-term benefit so hopefully you're feeling a bit more relaxed and calm now mm-hmm. you definitely I mean, do yeah if you did that exercise uh, day like for you know every day for a number of weeks and months, your your natural uh, kind of rest and breathing rate would reduce and, and therefore you're kind of helping yourself become more calm. Um and uh, you know, so there'd be a long-term kind of compound benefit to doing that exercise as well. Mm-hmm. So
1: and it is one of those things that because you think of some of the being exercises that I've had before, people will go and hide somebody to do it. You could actually mm-hmm. do it at the computer and probably nobody even realizing about that you're doing it. Because yeah. you're not having to make big effort, but you're actually doing the opposite. You're yeah. trying to relax your breathing or not. Some more is, whereas most people doing it when they get hyper, it is, it's a quicker breath that they're actually taking because, like I said, that's the yeah. lack of oxygen. But yeah, that's good to know. But thank yeah. you very much for that. To me, excellent. Um, yeah. Now off the back of that, I just say, obviously if it's today, thank you Andy for being here today. But you've mentioned so many things, but it's only skimmed sort of surface of what elements of breath and what you've actually learned and what you can do so how would any of the listeners get in touch with you is there like an email a website or what way would you want them to get in touch with you to find out more
0: yeah so you can go to the website it's a uh, elementsofbreath.com um and you there, there's there's lots of information there you can book um kind of free consultations with me just to see if if you would benefit from from working with me and um, mm-hmm and and then also you can book kind of one-to-one sessions you can book group work stuff as well um and i break it up into like you know how breath can benefit the business world i can benefit sports and i can benefit education as well and mm-hmm. um, i'm on instagram at elements of dot breath and um, and on facebook it's facebook forward slash elements of breath so if, um, I, I tend to try and stay away from like i'm um, social media is not like my favorite thing to do so and um, website probably the best one my email is andy at elementsofbreath.com mm-hmm. and then um my instagram is like a in or sorry my linkedin is linkedin slash andy dash smith smyth so mm-hmm. There's multiple ways to get in touch with me, so um, yeah. So I'd encourage anyone just to have a look and just explore it. You know, the, the thing with the breath is it's something to explore. It's something, as you said at the start, like we because we do it naturally, we don't think about it. Yeah. And um, it's actually the, as soon as you start to explore it, it's like a rabbit hole, and you just you, you find one thing and you go down, and you, you know, and, and mm-hmm. that leads to the next. And and I've I've been on, a, you know, I've been going down the rabbit hole now for a couple of years and just learning and learning and learning. So.
1: Yeah, for me, it's is the. A lot of people who kept me especially when it's going on with the pandemic are looking to help through stress and i've got this thing i've mentioned so many times i want people to get to the stage before they get this medical diagnosis of anxiety or depression to get the help prior to that one eases for the health service and it makes your life so much better and if you've listened to what andy said today even taking some of the simple things from it can change the basic things in the life and before the stress overtakes you you can control the stress just by controlling breathing now how much simpler can you get than that? And something you do every single day without thinking. So just put a little bit of thought, taking those few seconds a minute or two. We took what three minutes, three and a half minutes to do two different ones. Now, that's all you need out of your day. How much is that worth to you when you see what that can change? Please then contact Andy through that. I'm sure that you say no social media is not your biggest thing, but if they go to the website elmsofbreath.com, you'll be linked there to your social media.
0: Yep. yep. So even if you sure.
1: just remember that one thing breath.com, Go there, have a look. You'll see different things on the website anyway. Then if your preferred choice is to get in touch with Andy through any of those other mediums of social media, the links are actually there. So you'll be able to get That's it anyway. So you only need to remember the one thing. Remember elmsobreath.com and get in touch from there. Well, thank you, Andy. appreciate that. Thank you very much for today. Um, yeah, one thing just for me to say on it is there that I know from what I do that how breathing can make such a big difference to someone's life. Um, mm-hmm. for me, being hypothetical, but also, as I've mentioned, the journey I've been on. And recently I've been in hospital for a week, Andy's thing there, slightly different from what I've done. I think Andy's would have been better for him a lot quicker. But I learned so much from other people around about me in that hospital. And the NHS are starting to use that more and more. One had it for high blood pressure, we spoke about similar to what we're doing there. Another one had it because it reducing the stress helps his heart. He had a heart attack. So if the NHS is taking that and getting people to do these as part of their the treatment and the rehabilitation then please contact Andy because you can get it before you even get that stage mm-hmm. so thank you again for everybody for listening today the next episode will be episode 12 which is next Tuesday it is going to be the last episode in this first series I emphasize it is only the first series and where I will ha- last have an OU student on that was meant to be on in episode eight but as I mentioned due to the and circumstances and my illness being in the hospital was had to rearrange but I'm glad to see it's going to be on now it's discussing his journey and how enrolling in the OU has helped to improve things for him. What I will say about it, as if you listen, is quite a way to finish the series. It's a very powerful but an inspiring story, so please join me and hear about that. Until then, take care, keep safe, everybody, and I look forward to catching up with you again in the next episode. Thank you very much. Thanks, Andy. Thank you very much. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening and tune in next week for more great conversation, valuable tips and positive ideas, allowing you to take your first step towards learning, growing and succeeding.